Hey, Shout the Family, welcome to the Fruit of the Spirit series, where today we're going to discuss peace. Now, we've already talked about the cultivation of experiences, which is love, joy, and now our final one, peace. I love all three of these because I love the idea that these are the cultivation of a lifetime of experiences. But most importantly, it's the experience that you and I have with God. It's yours and I's experience with Jesus, with the Holy Spirit. And as we cultivate that relationship, these are the big three that come out of it. Now, when we find this word peace here in Galatians 5 verses 22, it's translated as ere, E-I-R-E-N-E, and essentially means this. The ideal of wholeness, completeness, or tranquility in the soul that is unaffected by outward circumstances or pressures. Man, I love that so much. But you know, it's also found in Hebrew as the word shalom. I just love that the Jews would also use peace as a greeting, as a way to say hello, that you are offering God's peace to somebody else. I think that's one of the greatest gifts that we can ever offer ourselves, and most importantly, what we can offer other people. To give somebody else wholeness, completeness, tranquility in the soul, regardless of outside pressures or circumstances. I think that as Christians, when we really take on our roles as being a part or members of Christ, we seriously need to consider what it means to have peace in our lives. So when we do understand a little bit more, we have to look at what Jesus told us about peace. So let's dive into the book of John where it says this, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give it to you as the world does. Do not let your hearts be distressed or lacking in courage. John 14, 27. I love the idea of God's peace being something completely different than anything else in the world because there's a lot of us who may find peace being out on the beach or they might find peace in the silence of nature that God's peace is going to be completely different. It's going to be like nothing we've ever experienced because it's going to be something that we're going to be given by the Holy Spirit. I think the foreshadowing Jesus is making is just the relationship that he wants us to have with the Holy Spirit because he knows that he's going to conquer the world. He knows that he's going to overtake it. He's going to do whatever it takes to bring you and I everlasting peace. Let's check out another verse in John. I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In the world you have trouble and suffering, but take courage. I have conquered the world. John 16, 33. I think it's so interesting that Jesus makes a very bold claim that anyone who serves him, anyone who follows Jesus, is going to have a peace that conquers the world. I think the fruit of the Spirit, the cultivation of the experience, is this everlasting peace. It's an abundant agape of love. It's a beautiful understanding of charis, the grace of God, which results in chara, joy, and now fully understanding and grasping shalom, or erene. Peace is what we all are striving for, but it comes at a very interesting cost, cost of following Jesus a cost of daily being in his word, but also a peace that is unaffected by the world around us. No matter how bad things get, the peace of God is everlasting. It's tranquil. It's beautiful. 
So I want you to cultivate the experiences of love, joy, and peace in your life. What are the ways that you can work up and work towards your relationship with God? What are you devoting to him? Is it your car ride? Is it just five minutes? Or is it something that you can do more every single day? I hope you guys are cultivating the experiences you're having with the Holy Spirit so that you have these three, the big three, love, joy, and peace in your life. Tomorrow, we're going to start a whole new series within the fruit of the Spirit, and I'm so excited to get that started. But for today, I hope you have a fantastic day. We'll see you tomorrow.